Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So it's been a while since I talked about homeschooling, and I wanted to get on here today on the podcast this week and talk about homeschooling a little bit because I know it's like that time of year where we're all feeling like down in the dumps. (laughs) The winter January doldrums, and many of us are feeling like we're not doing enough or we feel that we're just, you know, harried at this time of the year, I guess I'll call it. And so I want to talk to all those homeschooling moms today and kind of put you at ease. As a mom who's been doing this 14 years, did it from K to college for my oldest, I want to put your mind at ease. I speak to many homeschooling clients. Um, Each week I've had appointments with homeschooling clients and each and every client, no matter where they are at on their journey or their reason for contacting me for a homeschooling uh, consultation, there is a common theme. None of them feel like they're doing enough. They all feel like a failure. And so I want to put your mind at ease today. And I want to talk to those who think that they're not doing enough or who feel like they're failing. And I want to really have a heart to heart with you. So before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Do you know they have amazing free resources on their website? One of those being um, a free We the People activity book on the Constitution, Presidents, and the election process of the United States. How exciting. Um, 2020 is an election year, so I'm going to get this one for my little guy. It shows in this resource you will have, um, you'll be able to download important documents in the United States history research activity. Um, There's art projects, a word search, mapping activity, printables about the three branches of government, over 30 pages of educational, entertaining, and engaging activities for children ages four and up. It's all ready to print and use. All kinds of stuff about the election, lots of bonuses, um, coloring pages, copy work, you name it, they've got it. So go over to apologia.com slash we the people. Check out their free ebook. And uh, this is a great time to do that. Lots going on in the government, right? So we need to have our kids know what is going on. So I encourage you to go check that out. So today we're going to talk about homeschooling. And I want to talk to um, those out there who need a little um, encouragement for endurance. I want to talk to the harried mom who feels like she's just running in circles but not getting anything done. I want to talk to the mom who is crying daily because she's crying herself to sleep and tears are on her pillow every night because she just is like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And guess what? I've been all of those things that I just said. I've been the one who's up at 3 a.m. convinced I've ruined my child or children. I've been the one who's gone to bed with tears on my pillow. I've been the one who thinks I can't do this one more day. I've been the one who even went and looked at the local school one year because I was ready to throw in the towel. And praise the Lord, he has, um, even though I haven't done this perfectly by any means, he has 
always brought me back to where I belong. And that's with him at the center and keeping my eyes on him. If you're not a homeschooler, I guarantee you all the principles of this podcast are going to encourage you regardless, because I always believe that these things apply to anyone in life, whatever it is that you might feel like you're not doing enough, you're not providing enough, you're not, um, you don't have the endurance I encourage you to listen in because you may find some of the principles will line up with your situation. So as you all know, I've been homeschooling. Well, I shouldn't say as you all know, because I get new listeners all the time. If you are new and you're listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, But if I have so many of you that have listened for so long and you email me and you reach out to me and you let me know the podcast and that you enjoy it. And that is so, um, such a blessing to me. So, um, I want to say, though, to all of you, you know, that you can do this. And so I want to remind you that I've been doing this for 14, well, we're on our 14th year. And most of you know, if you've been listening a while, and that we started homeschooling back when my oldest was entering kindergarten. I have four children, and the oldest is now in college, but we started homeschooling when she was just kindergarten age. You can find that entire story Well, that story's told in several of the episodes, but you can definitely find it in the episode titled The Unlikely Homeschooler way back in the beginning of the podcast. Um, You can find that story and you can really hear the miracles that God has worked. You can also find lots um, at the end of our last school year. I'll link them in the show notes here that... um, you know, I talked about homeschooling from kindergarten to college, and I talked about all the things that I've learned over the years. So you can find a lot of those types of things in the archives, um, and also other homeschooling episodes. I kind of try to put in homeschooling episodes, you know, scattered throughout. I know my audience is not just homeschoolers, but I do also know that a large percentage of you are, and you listen to me at homeschooling conventions, and you've read my homeschooling books, so you connect with me on that level. Um, so anyway, I just want to sit with you today. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab whatever thing that is comforting to you and pull up a seat with me for a little while and just be still. Just be still and listen and know that God is in control. God is the one who is going to give you the strength to do what you're doing every day. God is the one who called you to this journey and God is going to faithfully equip you to do it. When I started homeschooling 14 years ago, um, I never, ever wanted to homeschool. In fact, when I felt that that was what God was leading me to do, I tried to run as fast as I could away from anything that had to do with homeschooling because I thought there was no way in the world that I could homeschool. And I won't go through the entire story on here, but like I said, you can find it in previous episodes. But when I surrendered to him and realized, okay, Lord, you want me to do this. You will have your way. And I really said, thy will be done. He worked abundantly more than I ever could have asked or imagined through this whole journey. And it has been about so much more than homeschooling. Over the years, I wanted to throw in the towel. So not only did I want to run from it when I began, but there were years where I wanted to throw in the towel. There were years when I compared what I was doing to what everyone else was doing and thought that I was completely ruining my children. There were years where, you know, you have a whole bunch of little ones at once and it's just hard. Um, so I, I get it and I've 
been there. And I really want you to hear me when I say that. I have been there. Do you know that's another thing when I talk to my clients when I do homeschool consulting appointments, they'll say like, really? You've struggled? I'm like, are you kidding me? I still struggle. I never want anyone out there to have the illusion that Karen DeBuse has it all together. Karen DeBuse has a God who holds it together. But I have by no means arrived. And neither has any of us. You can look at the person that's homeschooled for 30 years, right? And homeschooled like 20 children or something. And they will still tell you that there are times where they fall short. So just erase from your mind that any of us has this down perfectly. The one thing that I feel that I do have somewhat of a, I don't want to say advantage. I want to say a a blessing that God has given me on this journey is that I have always gone back to him when I've gotten off track. And that's what's made all the difference. It's about surrender. It's about letting him uh, lead you. And it's about um, truly, truly believing that if God has called you to do this, he will equip you. And as I said, he has not just equipped me to do this. He has provided abundantly more than I ever asked and imagined. But let me also say, that does not mean every day is easy. In fact, I will 100 guarantee, 100% guarantee that if anyone out there is a homeschooling mom, you will have a bad day. In fact, you may have a whole bad season. You may have a bad year. You just will. And guess what? It's part of the process. Because homeschooling is about so much more than academics. It is about God working in our families. It is about discipling our children. It's about God working in you. It's about God working in your children. It's about teaching your children how to walk with the Lord. It's about teaching your children real life how to live real life. And so homeschooling is about so much more than academics. You know, somebody said to me today, I thought this was actually kind of profound. Somebody said to me today, I had posted on my uh, Bible-based homeschooling Facebook page. I have a Facebook page for Simply Living for Him, but I also have one for my Bible-based homeschooling. And um, somebody had said to me over there, I had posted a link, to, and I'm going to link this one in the... uh, show notes, because this one I really feel like everyone needs to read. Um, It is about what I learned about homeschooling now that my daughter is in college and how my perspective about the entire journey changed as soon as she was off at college. And so that post has been shared widely over the little internet world. And somebody posted a, a comment today on it and said, you know, I agree with all these things. Her children are all grown now. And she said, I agree with all these things. And that's why we homeschooled. She said, to get off the treadmill of the world and the rat race. (laughs) And you know what? I had to kind of laugh and say, us too. But guess what? I look around the homeschooling community and they've just created an entire other treadmill. Many of us decided to homeschool to live the simple life, to kind of be able to, you know, raise our families um, the way that we see fit and not the way that the government schools see fit, right? And to kind of slow down, not be in the rat race or the treadmill of life, you know, to sort of enjoy our children, enjoy being with them every day. There was, there's so many of us, I know I included in the beginning, that was part of 
part of the um, the appeal to me of homeschooling was that we were all going to be together, you know, at home. I, I've always desired the Little House on the Prairie life. You guys know out there, Mama wannabe, right? And I, I pictured that we could do that homeschooling. We're not going to be running around every day to schools and school buses and PTA and, you know, all that, all that extra stuff. We're going to raise our children out here in the country. We're going to live our quiet, simple life. We're going to enjoy each other. And I had all these you know aspirations for that and a few years in I realized wow it's really easy to get distracted and get sucked back in because even though we're homeschoolers there's a million activities even though we're homeschoolers there's lots of things to distract us and make our lives just as complicated as the world out there and so I responded to this woman and I said you know what unfortunately I've seen that homeschoolers have created their own new treadmill Many of us decided to do this um, lifestyle to get away from the rat race. And yet here we are, striving to keep up with the Joneses, striving to keep up with everybody else, striving, you know, trying to achieve, trying to attain, and we're just running around more harried than ever. And you wonder, is this what it's supposed to be like? Is it worth it anymore? Many of you out there say this, and I know because I've heard it from many of my clients. Maybe I just need to put them in school because I'm not doing a good job, because our life is just too crazy. Maybe they just need to to be away from me. Maybe they just need to be, you know, taught by someone else. And you know what? I am not here to say at all that I know what is best for your family. That's between you and God. And if you truly feel that God is leading you and showing you to put your kids in school, that is between you and God. That is not my place nor my business. So I'm going to mind my own business on that. But I do know that if you are having problems at home with your children, or with your lifestyle, or with your, you know, whatever it is, they're not going to be solved by putting them in school. You may create new problems. So you have to deal with the hard things, regardless of if they are in school or not. And I believe that when we are home with our children, we have such an opportunity to build a relationship with them. This is the biggest blessing that I have seen out of our homeschooling journey for 14 years was that because we spent so much time together, good times and bad times. I'm not trying to say we were, you know, little Brady Bunch family over here, perfect. But because we spent so much time together, we really got to know each other. We really formed a bond so that when things got tough, we were in it together. We are very tight-knit. We are close. And that didn't happen overnight. That happened because day after day after day, no matter what the circumstances were, we always went back to putting God at the center. There were times where we got off track and God was not at the center. I will admit that. But we always went back. 
and God honors that, that we turn back to him. We repent and we turn back to him. And so if you're out there today and you're feeling like this homeschooling thing is just not working, I want to encourage you, take a break today and really go to God. Don't go to him with your list of what you want him to do. Like, Lord, make this curriculum work. Lord, make my kids behave. Lord, do this, please. Go to him and say, Lord, I surrender it all to you today. Lord, thy will be done in my family. Lord, if it's hard tomorrow, help me to grow closer to you through that hard time. Lord, I want to see you in the struggle. Lord, I want to come out on the other side of this closer to you. And I want my kids closer to you. Lord, I want my kids to know you. And that may mean struggling sometimes them and you. Sometimes we get the closest ever to God when we're going through the hard times. So rather than going to him and saying, Lord, I need solutions. Lord, I need answers. Lord, I don't know what to do anymore. Say, Lord, thy will be done. Lord, I want what you want for my family. Lord, I'm taking a step back and I'm asking you to take over and sit with him and be still and pray. And go to your word. Open up your word with an open heart and an open mind for him to teach you. Not with an agenda that you're going to look for the verses that are going to provide you comfort. Saying that because that's what I've done. (laughs) You know, when you're like, okay, Lord, I need an answer here. So I'm just going to open whatever page I open to and I'm looking to find comfort in that verse. Open the Bible just without your agenda, just to hear what he has to say. Don't always try to make it apply to your situation right then. The Bible is going to apply to your life no matter what, because God created you, and he also inspired the words in that book. And so he wants to speak to you through that book. And so he will. And often we go to it with our agenda. We go to it and try to find and pick and choose and find comfort, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to the Bible and looking for verses on specific topics to comfort you. But we have to remember that we need to go to the word just to get to know who God is. Because the more we know who God is, the more we know who we are, right? Sometimes we get it backwards. We're like, I need all this help in my life. And I'm going to, you know, try to figure all these things out. And then I'm going to go to his word and see what it says. The Bible is going to... um, You're going to learn about God in the Bible, and then you will be able to know more about yourself and more about the situations that you're in because you know the God who is in control of all of those things. So that's number one. I want you to sit still. I want you to go to God. I want you to pray, and I want you to go to his word. I would also encourage you to write out your thoughts in a journal. Write out your prayers in a journal. Write out scripture in a journal. I love writing out scripture. I think it's so wonderful to connect with God's word in that way. 
Another thing, I mentioned this, I believe, last week on the podcast. Last week, I talked about how I'm getting back to simple. I'm still in the middle of doing that. I'm really focused on getting myself back to simple, right? Getting off that treadmill like I talked about before. And in all areas of my life, not just homeschooling, but in everything, getting back to my simple mindset and and really getting rid of distractions, folks, on God. And one of the things I've been doing, and that's what I want to encourage you now, Listen to the Bible. This has been really transforming for me this week. While I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working, I have the Bible going. While I'm driving in the car, I have the Bible going. I have been hearing things that I really never heard. I don't want to say never heard before, but I never heard them before. It's just a different way. You're using a different sense, I guess. It's just a different way. Um, And I find myself wanting to go look something up because I'm like, wait, I never heard it like that before. It's been really cool. So I would encourage you to do that as well. Go on your computer, type in, you know, Bible, and you're going to get all kinds of uh, audio Bibles that'll come up. The YouVersion app on your phone, and I'm sure all the other Bible apps have an option where you can have it read to you, the Bible. So I do that in my car. Um, It's been transforming. It's been absolutely transforming. So I encourage you to do that. But I want to encourage you. If you're feeling like you're not doing enough, if you're feeling like, you know, all these things, uh, you're overwhelmed, you don't have the endurance right now in your homeschool. Those are all the things I want you to do first. I don't want you to go searching out websites about homeschooling and how to make it better. I don't want you to go switching curriculum mid-year trying to make it better. I want you to go to God first. And then you'll be better able to deal with all the things that are coming your way. You may need a curriculum change. You may need um, to go search out some things. That's fine. But don't do them first. Once you've spent a lot of time with him and your whole mindset is now, you know, fixed on things above. I always say, set your mind on things above. You know, the Bible says, um, uh, set your mind on things above. And I say that because once you're able to set your mind on things above, then you're able to deal with all the earthly things below that come your way. So I want you to shift your mindset like that. If it means taking a break for the day, putting the school books away, telling your kids, you know what? I mean, what better lesson to teach your kids than you say, you know what? Mommy needs the Lord today. So yes, we're taking a break from books because I'm going to God. You're going to teach your children a huge lesson there that's probably more important than algebra. That what do we do when we struggle? We go to God. Who is there for us in our times of need? God. Who is there for us in our times of anything? God. I don't want you to teach your kids that you just go to him in need, but you know what I'm saying. Um, We can teach our children. You know what? Mommy needs to get back with God. Mommy needs to to be focused. Mommy needs to be a, um, a good homeschool mom by going to God first. Because so many of us are trying to solve our homeschool problems on the internet, We're trying to solve our homeschool problems by talking to all the other moms at co-op and figuring out what they're doing. You know what that does? That creates a lot of confusion and doubt and fear. Ask me how I know, because I've been through all these things. (laughs) Over the years, I've been through all of these things. The comparison trap, thinking everybody knows what they're doing except me. Everybody's a good homeschool mom except me. The hours spent on the internet researching everything out there. 
right? When I could have been sitting with the Lord, talking to everybody at the co-op about what they're doing. And then in turn, it caused me more fear to doubt myself and to want to quit because I had no idea what I was doing because my kids weren't doing all those things when I could have been spending time with God. So if you want to run this race with endurance, because this homeschooling journey is a marathon. It is not a race. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. We're in it for the long haul. We need to be nourished. Just like you would need to be nourished, you know, with all those carbs on a marathon, you need to be nourished with the word of God spiritually so that you can run your race with endurance. Satan wants us to feel defeated. Satan wants us to feel distracted. And Satan wants us to feel confused. How many of you out there feel those things on a regular basis? Distracted, confused, disheartened, fearful, doubtful, like you're not doing enough. Like I said, that's the overall theme in the homeschooling community I find with moms when I talk to them. For homeschooling consultations, they feel like they're not doing enough. What is enough, right? Are you teaching your children about God first and foremost? I truly believe that if we set our minds on things above, if we follow Matthew 6.33 and seek God first in everything we do, everything else falls into place, including academics. The problem comes when we seek what everyone else is doing instead of seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. When we go and listen to what everybody else is doing, and then we look to ourselves and feel defeated. But when we seek God first, our mindset changes. Everything changes. We are able to deal with the things in our homeschool and in our life through the lens of God and his truth. And so we have to operate out of the Bible. Rather than using it as like our SOS, oh, I'm having a bad day, let me go to the Word tonight and see what it says. You operate out of it. You become so filled up and nourished on what the Word of God says that your homeschool is operating um, optimally, right? Because you are filled up with the truth. Does that mean it's going to be perfect every day? No, but I can guarantee you it's going to be better than running around harried and overwhelmed and confused and distracted and distraught. Because you're operating out of his truth. Anytime I'm in the word, I am just like a different person. It is night and day. When I am operating out of my flesh, I worry, I fret, I go to Google way too much. I constantly, you know, am focused on me, 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 and how much I am a failure, which is really just pride. Do you know when you're comparing to others, it may seem like when you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough, I don't do enough, um, everybody else is better. That may seem like, you know, you're kind of humble because you think you're so terrible at this whole thing. But it's really not. It's really prideful because you're like, I want to be better. I want to do this. And so my point is it's prideful because we're focused on us and what we can do and not on God and what he will do. God called you to homeschool your children. He will not leave you there to fail, especially if you're seeking him every single day, in every single moment. He 
cannot fail you. He cannot. Isn't that a beautiful thought? And it's true. It's not just something I'm saying to make you feel better. It is 100% true. If he called you to do this, he will not leave you to fail. Over the years, I cannot even tell you how many times I thought I failed my children up until the present. My daughter was off at her first semester at college. You know, up until that time, it was like, oh my goodness, what if she doesn't get into college? Oh my goodness, now she's into college. What if she fails out of college? I didn't prepare her enough. I didn't do enough. And that is a lie straight from the pit. Because I know 100% that God called me to do this. And God did not call me to do this to set me up to fail. He did not call me to do this to hand me over to the enemy. He called me to do this not so I could prove what I could do. So he could prove what he could do through me. But we must act out of surrender and obedience and allow him to equip us for the task. The reason we're all feeling harried, the reason we're all feeling that we're not enough, the reason we're all running around on that treadmill is we feel that we need to prove something. We feel that we need to make sure that our kids are doing what everybody else says they should be doing. When in actuality, Our first and foremost job is to raise our children to know the Lord, to teach them all day long who he is, to show them what a walk with Jesus looks like in real time through you. And that is enough. And I'm not saying the academics are important. I'm saying if you're doing that, I can promise you the academics are going to fall into place. Following God, not looking at what everyone else is doing, not beating yourself up. Woe is me. I'm a terrible homeschool mom. Because if you're eliminating all of that mental clutter from your mind about what everybody else is doing and how awful you are, and you're just saying, you know what, Lord, I trust that you brought me here. He's going to equip you. He cannot fail you. That's a promise. And so starting your day out in the word, asking him to spiritually fill you up for the day you will see a transformation in your homeschool take place. Um, You know, my daughter, it's funny, somebody asked me recently about the tests and, you know, how did she do at college and the SATs and all that. Now, we were very unsure what she was going to do up until she went to college. We were not sure if she was going to go to college for a while. Well, we always, I think we always knew she was going to go to college at some point, but we didn't know she'd go away and if she'd just do community school or what it was going to look like. And and there was a point where we said, do you even need college? But we continued to surrender it to the Lord and say, Lord, we want her to fulfill the plans that you have for her and we our desire is not to make our plans you know make you obey our plans our job is for us to obey your plans and so his plans unfolded for her and everything we did ended up being enough right and 
the SATs. She took the SATs. She got into college. But I assure you, those test scores at this time in her life after finishing her first semester don't mean anything anymore. She has um, the test that has mattered for her has been seeing her succeed in life. I said to her this semester, she was stressed out about grades and keeping her GPA up. And I said to her, listen to me, you've done phenomenally in school, considering she had never, she had never taken an outside class outside of me. She had, for academics, she took fine arts classes. For academics, she had never taken a college class for dual enrollment, an online class, nothing outside of me. And so talk about thinking it's all going to blow up in your face. I was like, what happens now? She goes to college. What if she fails out of college and it all blows up? And then everybody's like, see, Karen DeBuse didn't know what she was doing. Her daughter failed out of college. Well, guess what? I had to continually remind myself, God is not going to allow that to happen. This is the path he led us on and she will be okay. And she was. She did phenomenally, especially for never having taken anything, you know, outside. Um, so I said to her, honey, while I am happy that you did well academically, and of course, I'm proud of you. I said, what matters to me more is you are succeeding in life. She is independent. She is managing her time. She's, you know, I have a meeting with this one and I'm, and she went on a job interview and she's doing all these things. That was what we wanted, right? Not that she could get, you know, all A's. While those things are good, what would it matter if she wasn't number one, walking with the Lord, and number two, succeeding at life? Because quite frankly, grades are going to matter for a short time in her life. But what she's doing in her life will um, truly be what is what lasts right what she's succeeding in in life and so yes grades are important and yes all that and I know homeschool moms get so caught up in that but why to prove to everyone that our kids are doing great being homeschoolers I would much prefer to have my daughter succeeding in the test of life than to succeed on academic tests. And so she's able to handle things independently. She's doing a great job. That to me means more than anything. She's plugged into a church. She loves her church and it's a good church. She's involved. She's, you know, just thriving, thriving spiritually. And so let me put your minds at ease as I tell you all this. I'm not trying to brag on her. Let me just put your minds at ease though. Over the years, we never had a perfect homeschooling year. We never finished everything we had planned to. Some years she was behind in her spelling and her reading. Some years she, you know, didn't do as much as maybe we had planned. God is good and God is faithful. And this isn't an excuse to say, well, you don't have to do anything. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have 12 years to get all these things in that they're going to need to know. And quite frankly, when they're prepared in life and when they're prepared 
um, and they're learning about life and they're, and they're maturing. When they get older, the academics truly do fall into place because they take ownership, they take responsibility because you've set this really good foundation of who they are in Christ. So they're not going to just be like, okay, I give up on the academics. They're going to want to work hard because they want to follow God. And he, you know, tells us that we're not to be lazy. So I'm not giving you an excuse to say it's okay, do nothing. Although I do feel that in the younger years, there is really very little formal stuff that needs to go on. I feel like we are much too crazed in our society, copying what the schools are doing in our homeschool culture, saying we have to, you know, be, you know, ahead and we they have to be reading at three years old and doing all these things. I mean, we are putting unnecessary pressure on our kids. And making them think that academics are the idol. Do not let them succumb to the idol of academics and the transcript and getting into the perfect college. Your job is to point them to Jesus. Your job is to point them and say, thy will be done in your life. And teach them how to live that way. Teach them to hear God in their life on their own. Teach them to follow him. Teach them to want to walk with him. And he will let that plan unfold, whether it's Harvard or community college or no college. Their job isn't to say, we must get into Harvard and I'm going to pray that God's going to make it happen. Or we say, I'm going to get into Harvard if that is God's will for my life. But most of all, I'm going to follow God's will for my life. I have my son now who's a junior, and he's going to look at an art school in two weeks. Far, far, far away from my house. It terrifies me. And you know what? I just keep sitting back and saying, look what God has done in my daughter. We continue to keep our eyes on him, even though sometimes we got distracted. We always put them back on him. And I'm going to do the same with my son. He has a plan for his life already. My job is to follow God and watch it unfold. Not to do nothing, to follow God. And how do we do that? By being steeped in his word, having a relationship with him, making him more important than what everybody in the homeschooling community tells you is important. Because you'll know what's important when you are so close to God, you can discern exactly what you need to do in your homeschool. So I hope this encouraged you today. I hope that if you are a homeschooler, that this would kind of settle you a little bit, settle your soul a little bit, and most of all, point you back to Jesus. If you're interested in a homeschool consultation appointment, this is exactly what I do encourage moms. Um, we get together on the phone. We do I do consulting uh, via FaceTime so we can have our coffee together and look at each other. Um, some people just do phone calls without FaceTime. That's fine too. Plain old good old fashioned audio calls. And I do those for one hour. We do packages or you can just do a single one hour. If you just need somebody to listen, that's what I do. And I absolutely love doing it. Also, my new um, devotional is out. The Simply Living for Him devotional is on Amazon. Thank you to so many people who have told me that they're enjoying it and they bought it. My, my Really, my goal with that book is to just get women in the word. 
And it's a um, devotional that is designed, actually, for you to spend time with God first before you even read what I have to say. So you can see samples of that. I will link to that as well in the show notes. Um, Also, the Bible-based homeschooling e-course is still available. Um, People have been signing up to see how we used the Bible as our main textbook for one year in our homeschool. And that has been such a blessing to be able to Um, have that e-course available to so many families who are interested in that. I will be speaking next month, February 22nd, locally, actually at my home church. I'm really excited. They invited me to come do a Simply Living for Him women's event for the day, uh, February 22nd at Grace Bible Chapel in Chester, New Jersey. It's a Saturday, and we're meeting from 10 a.m. in the morning till 4 p.m. I am very excited. This is not just for homeschooling moms. It's for any woman all ages, all stages of life who want to uh, sit at Jesus' feet and learn about being a woman in the Word. So I would encourage you, tickets are going fast. You can sign up um, on the website at Simply Living for Him. You can also find the link in the show notes for that as well. And then I will also link in the notes where else I'm speaking this spring. I'm speaking at um, the home... Uh, homegrown generations online conference in february and then march april may i will be speaking at various locations for teach them diligently all over the country so go check that out and i hope that this message encouraged you today and if it has i would encourage you to rate and review it over there on itunes or just send me a note and let me know i love to hear from you guys out there and until the next time i wish you blessings and joy